Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Record Rangers podcast. I'm Gavin Berry and once again joined by Sunday Mail's chief football writer, Scott McDermott. I'm delighted to see again we're joined by a couple of special guests. First of all, we have former fans' favourite, Graham Roberts, who arrived from Tottenham as part of the Graham Sooners Revolution in 1986, winning a league and league cup during his two seasons at Ibrox. We'll also be speaking to TV celebrity Brian Matthews, who appeared in reality show Go, amongst other shows, and he'll be t- talking about a new Rangers book he's contributed to, written for the fans by the fans. So more from Brian later. But first of all, Graham, thanks a lot for joining us. I know you're a busy man this week, so it's great that you've taken the time out to have a wee chat with us. Yeah, pleasure. My pleasure. First of all, how are things with you, and how happy were you with the way the season panned out for Rangers? Um, well, I'm very, very happy because, uh, you know, we, we, we stopped the 10 in the road. That was the main thing. Um, but I thought, you know, to go the whole season unbeaten, not lose a game at home, um, absolutely amazing. And Steven Gerrard, he needs all the plaudits that he gets. Um, but I think the players improved as well. You know, I think uh, there were certain areas that, you know, they were a bit weak on. Um, but Stephen. You know, my, my, my worry was when we had the winter break again and uh, I thought, oh, what are they going to come back like? And, you know, every year they've, they've been top of the league or second and they've come back and they've just, you know, deteriorated. But this year they went went from strength to strength. And, yeah, it's fantastic news for the Rangers supporters. It's pity they weren't there. You know, that was the one big factor. Um, if they had have been there, it would have been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, because I was going to say, I mean, when you watch the pl- when you watch the players and the reaction of the fans, I mean, did you relate that to the euphoria? You know, when you won the league at Petodre in '87, because oh, yeah. it was nine years since the club had won it. Then, so there were so yeah. many comparisons. Obviously, the fans came flooding on at the pitch at Petodre in '87, and then you saw the reaction here. Obviously, they were locked out, but there was still the celebration, and you could see it in the players' faces. But did you think back to to that first season at Rangers when you saw it? Yeah, to be honest, I think, um, you know, when we went to Aberdeen, um, we had to make sure that we did our job on the day um, and we had to get something out of the game and then go into the last game at that moment, winning the, against St Mirren. Um, but Celtic losing that day against Falkirk and uh, us getting a point uh, with 10 men, you know, the gaffer getting sent off early in the game and... Uh, which wasn't a shock, really, was it? Um, but, but you know, so we did it the hard way, but there was about six or 8,000 Rangers fans in the stadium at that time. And then at the end, there's about 30, 25, 30,000 outside and they let them in. And it was just manic. It was, it was amazing. It was probably one of the best highlights of my career to run around Petoldry and, you know, with... 
the stadium full of Rangers fans. It was just amazing. You see, it wasn't a surprise that the gaffer got sent off. Who was more likely to get a red in those days? You, you, you or him? <laughs> I think him. <laughs> he played, I think. The referees were look that they didn't take a yellow out with them. They just took two. <laughs> uh, but you see, obviously, I mean, it was, I suppose when you go that long and you haven't won the league, it's, it's as much relief as, as as anything else. You know, I think it's um, and more so for Rangers this season because they were having to stop Celtic winning ten. It wasn't just about Rangers winning the first out; it was about stopping the ten as well. Obviously, yeah. Celtic. Obviously, Rangers hadn't won it for nine years back year and year, but Celtic hadn't won them all, you know, leading up to it. So there was extra pressure on this team. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, when Stephen took the job, I think the remit he had was, you know, you need to stop Celtic winning 10 in a row. And I think Celtic had a had that song, didn't they, that 10 in a row thing. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think they'll be singing that very often. Um <laughs> You know, uh, I think it's a new one coming out now. We stopped you 10 in a row. Yeah. And, and then when I was talking to Scott earlier, I was just saying, you know, looking back at 86, 87, I know you arrived midway through that season. But, but you know, people think of Woods, Butcher and Roberts. You know, that was the three, the three sort of English, I mean, all English internationals. Obviously, Woods and Butcher arrived that summer to kickstart it all. Then you came in December. And this season, we had Golden, Tavernier and Kent three Englishmen again. How impressed were you with the contribution of those three? Amazing. I think Ryan Kent has been absolutely magnificent. Um, you know, he's he's played... He's, I thought he was good last year, but he's took it to a new level this year. Uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, he's. I would say he's probably... For me, he was the best player of the year for me. Mm -hmm. Because the goals he got, the assists he got, you know. Um, but Stephen Davis, another one, what a season he, he's had, you mm. know. And uh, But you can go right through this. You know, I think Goldstone at the back, I think they they sort of tightened up. And Tavernier, the, 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 the captain, you know, he's led by example this year. Mm. And, but they've got a squad now. They haven't got, you know, the players that were coming off the bench last year and the year before probably want up to the standard that Stephen needed and mm. you know this year they did they you know you had Defoe Defoe comes on every time he comes I watched it every time he came on the pitch he scored you know and um, I saw him uh, Wednesday when we played Aston Villa Tottenham played Aston Villa I was at the ground and he was there and he, he was going through I said like Are you enjoy it? he said oh I love it it's just I love I love playing there I love being involved at Rangers he said it's absolutely amazing and, uh, you know, but that's what it gets to you. You know, you go up there, you, you don't know really realise what it is and then you get these fans and they just, you know, they take you in and, and they love you and, uh, you know, and that's what they are and, and, and that's why they're such a great, great club. Gavin, Gavin was talking there about the comparison, you no know, 86, 87, yeah. the, the two teams, but I was just thinking when Gerard got the job at Rangers, did, did you look at that from afar and almost think you know, that there would be similarities between him and Sunnis, you know, when Sunnis arrived, just knowing the type of character that Gerard was, the standards that he demanded, did, that, did you have a good feeling about it as soon as oh, he 100%, Scott. I think, um, you know, he's come from Liverpool, He's a winner. He loves, you know, winning games. He loves winning trophies. And you knew that 
he would do everything in his power. And that's what Sunes did. Sunes yeah. knew what he needed to beat Celtic at that time. Um, and he, he got the first person in was, you know, Terry Butcher, Chris Woods. He brought Colin West in and he brought a few English lads in to make the s- squad stronger. But good, good professionals, good characters. And uh, then I came in in December and, uh, you know, it, it sort of just out what they had and uh, probably hopefully it gave them a little bit, you know, uh, stability that we had because I think, I'm not sure if it was a hundred and, was it a thousand, eleven hundred minutes we went without conceding a goal and I think my first game was Dundee United at home and we beat them 2-0 and the fans took to me straight away and when when you get that reaction, it makes you play, want to play and play better and you know, the second game, Sunes was unbelievable against Celtic. Uh, we beat them 2-0. And all of a sudden, instead of being six, eight points behind, we were right on their right on their backs. And then uh, we just, we, did, we didn't lose a game. We just kept going, going, going. And uh, yeah, so there, there's a lot of similarities. I think the one thing is that they're both winners. They're both winners. Yeah. They don't like losing. And I think that's the mentality you have to have at Rangers. I mean, you won six England caps, Terry Butcher and Chris Woods obviously established internationals. I mean, it's been discussed now and again up here, but it's kind of not taken that seriously. But, I mean, is, is it really that ridiculous to think that, you know, Tavernier, James Tavernier or Connor Goldson or Ryan Kent could get in the England squad? It just seems there's such a big, the landscape has changed from your, you know, from from your yeah. day, you know? Yeah, I think, I think, Gavin, I think... Um... It's different now, I think, because of the youngsters and you've got a manager that probably has never been to Glasgow to, to watch them. So um, he would have he would have kept eye on it. He'd have somebody scouting players. There's no doubt about that. But, you know, you've got to look at the, the Premier League is, a, is the top league in the world. And mm. when you've got right-backs, young, young right-backs, um, Trent Arnold, it's... Uh, you got Trippier from um, Spain. He's at Atletico, just won the league. You got Walker, just won the league at Man City. You know, and and the lad, it, I can't think of his name. The lad, it's uh, James yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot for him. Is it's a big, big, big step that one. Um, yeah. Goldstone, I think. Well, because Harry Maguire is struggling at the moment. You know, you would look to think. Well, yeah, he, he, you know. He, if he got into it, he hasn't got in it as so I've just seen the list. But well, well, that's what I was going to say. Graham. I saw like Ben White from Brighton, for example, yeah. was called in today. I'm just thinking, you know, uh, you know, could Connor Goldson, you know, of, of, of maybe, you know, could he have after the season he's had? Is it is it so ridiculous to think that he could have got in the squad? Well, I would have thought they would have checked it. They would, have, mm-hmm. you know, he'd be. They don't just go, oh, we're we're bringing him in, you know, they, they would have watched games all season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Gareth really well. And I met him on holiday last or two years ago in Portugal and really, really nice lad. Um, mm-hmm. But he takes his football really serious. And, you know, he would, he, he, he wouldn't leave any stone unturned. You know, mm-hmm. he would look at every person who's English and can play in what positions. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, in, in England, we have a lot of, in the Premier League, we have a lot of players um, playing at the highest level. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, and I know that the Scottish League's not to that standard at the moment, but 
I think, you know, if you look what Rangers have done this year in Europe, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, mm-hmm. so I would I would definitely sort of I, I would have thought they would have checked him out. Yeah. For, for definite. For absolute definite. Yeah. So so on that note, the fact that they're going to be in the Champions League next season, certainly in the qualifiers, and they'll be hoping to get into the group stage for the first time in sort of eleven years. Yeah. I mean if Goldson, Cavernier and Ryan Kent are playing in the Champions League and they're really turning it on, do you think that could boost their chances? 100% because you're playing in the best league, mm-hmm. in the best competition, sorry, mm-hmm. in the in, in the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're on TV, you're, 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 you're sort of, how many TV, you know, you've got, not Sky, but you've got BT, BT, yeah. BT show it. So, you know, but you're playing against top, top quality teams yeah. and players. So, you know, they, they don't get me wrong, they have to improve. They have to improve their game at that level. Mm-hmm. And then once you start doing that, yeah, you get recognised. You know, I think Ryan Kent, you know, he, he could play in any 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 team. Um, yeah. He's he's that sort of player. He's, you know, he's a, he, he looks, he's a winner. He, he just gets the ball and he, he runs at people and that's what defenders don't like and uh, no no but getting in the Champions League do they go straight into it now? No no they've got, they've got um, two rounds to get through right. two rounds but Stephen's used to that isn't he? He's yeah. used to the qualifiers yeah. uh, I think it is absolutely ridiculous really I think you know not just because it's Rangers this year Celtic last year as well you, mm. you know if you win your league you should go straight into the to the to the um, the league groups so I just don't get this bit, but that's that's yeah. the way football is. I noticed this week it was the anniversary of you lifting the UEFA Cup um, with Spurs. I think I saw on social media. Yeah, twenty twenty third, yeah. Twenty third, yeah. So that was always a great moment for you. I was looking. So you, you um, at Rangers, you played obviously in the European Cup. You were involved in that Doya Bucharest game, weren't you? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. You played against Dynamo Kiev. I couldn't see your name in the lineup. I, I played away. I, I had a slight groin injury on the way in the second leg. Right. Mark Falco scored, didn't he? Scored. Yeah. Some, that was one of the best atmospheres. It's regarded oh. as one of the best. Well, I do not remember Sunes. Um, we played in, in Kiev and mm-hmm. we lost 1 0. Mm-hmm. And uh, the pitch was the biggest pitch I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but they just sort of played around us. So when they came to Ibrox, Ibrox was a massive pitch, wasn't it? It was big. Um, they trained on it, and they all came off and saying, "Oh, lovely pitch, big, big." And Sunes took it in five yards, didn't he? The next, <laughs> the next morning. So when they came back to play that night, it wasn't the same pitch. <laughs> and then Stoyanov could get away with that. Only, yeah, um, and Stoya I mean, that was. A, I mean, they went on to win it, didn't they? That year, I think. yeah, that was gutting, really, because oh, yeah. we absolutely we went to their place and played really well, and we lost two nil. Um, Hadji scored, didn't he? And uh, we played it. We got them at home, and we were really, really confident we could beat them. Um, yeah, and they scored after about one minute thirty seconds, <laughs> but we beat them three one on the night and went out on away goals and. <clears throat> But we deserved to beat them. We were a better side than what they were. Much better. Yeah, talking about atmospheres, I mean, I know everybody, you know, have been answering this for years now. Everybody talks about the, the Celtic game at Ibrox to yeah. do each game and, and you're kind of role in that. But aside for your role, I was wanting to ask just about the noise oh. 
when Goff scored to make it 2-2. I mean, I've seen Richard speaking about it before. I've heard him speaking about it. And there's a great description, actually. He says when the ball hit the net, it was like an aircraft yeah. going off. And when you actually listen to it on TV, you can hear that. It is like yeah. a... Like an oh, it was amazing. It was... <laughs> I've, never knew, I've never heard noises... Well, noise like that. Yeah. The, the only problem was... They were all celebrating at one end. I was by myself at the other. <laughs> so I had to make sure that I enjoyed myself. <laughs> Not one of them came and celebrated it with me. They all ran up the other end and left me by myself. So, yeah, so that's why I had to do the conducting. <laughs> and, and, and when you were talking about the four earlier, he was obviously somebody you watched at Spurs. So, and as you see, he said, he's loved his time up in Scotland. I mean, I don't know what he indicated to you when you spoke, but I mean, what's your own view on him staying? Would you like to see him hang around for another year and do a bit of coaching? I mean, well, well having spoken to him the other night, my 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 feeling is that he will be there next season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He says he absolutely loves it. He loves Stephen Gerrard. I think Stephen Gerrard loves him because you know you've got a player that's not going to cause you a problem. He's going to come off the bench and get your goals, and hmm. uh, you know. So yeah, Jermaine, Jermaine would definitely, I one hundred percent, he'll be there next season. Yeah, that's an exclusive. Thanks, good. Uh, <laughs> that's in your papers on Sunday. That, that's it. Uh, <laughs> we'll be on the website in half an hour. No, no, brilliant. Well, listen, Graham. Thanks a lot for um, joining us today. Really, take, uh, appreciate you taking the time out. Um, and we're going to go on and speak about uh, the book uh, later just because I know that Stan spoke to you so we're going to give his uh, book uh, a wee plug so thank you the pleasure mate my pleasure nice to talk to you both okay cheers Cheers, good luck bye 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 okay so I'm delighted to say that we're now joined by TV celebrity and Rangers fan Brian Matthews he appeared in the reality show Glow amongst others Um, and he's on to talk about uh, a new Rangers book, which he's contributed to. It's called Follow We Will. Is that correct? Uh, right? Yes, it is. it's called Follow We Will. And the concept is it's 34 Rangers fans from all over the world, a lot of very well-known diehard supporters from Scotland, picking out their favourite trips uh, following Rangers abroad. Um, well, Brian, first of all, uh, what, what was your first uh, trip abroad following Rangers? Can you recall... Your first one? Well, my first one was uh, the, the Battle of Britain. The right. elite. Yes, uh, which was fantastic. Uh, and that, that certainly got me hooked on on Rangers and going abroad, you know. Uh, I was very, very young, very young and went to the Ibrox game in a way. Uh, so it really got me hooked on it. Because there was no away fans there. Did you sneak in? Uh, no, no, no. We went, we went, we went down, to the, down to Leeds. There was a lot went down. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and that, that got me hooked on it, you know. Yeah. And so you can tell us a bit about this new book. Um, there was a launch last week, I believe. Is that right? There was kind of launched. I know there's a lot of the well-known fans. There was a launch and one you've opened a new pub. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Uh, Lounge 72 in Uddingston. I opened up. Uh, now, it was supposed to be opened over a, a year ago. But obviously with the lockdown, it's dragged it on a little bit. So there's been a massive hype. And eventually we got it opened, and it was it's been surreal. It's only been open open for a week now. Uh, we opened on Monday, and about half ten in the morning, 
had a queue outside, queue around the block on a Monday morning. It was surreal. I had uh, one of the 72 stars, I like McDonald, cutting the, the red ribbon. And since Monday, it's been jam-packed. Have you done a lot of support? Uh, amazing support. It's been, it's been absolutely surreal. I, I, I didn't expect the support I've had. It's been jam-packed every day. Uh, you know, I said that walk-ins, but people want to book, and it's just been in high demand. Yeah. What are your kind of best memories aside for European trips? You know, what would you pick out as your kind of best Rangers memories? I know recent ones like Helicopter Sunday or Fiorentina and stuff like that. What's your what's your best memories? Probably, yeah, I would say Helicopter Sunday because it was so unexpected and and it was just it's a surreal moment. I'm spending with a lot of friends. We watched it, and like I say, we didn't expect it, and then you know the best two minutes of my life. <laughs> it was fantastic absolutely fantastic and since then through the bars and through I play in a lot of the the Legends games I've yep. got to those helicopter Sunday stars you know Alec Ray Marvin Andrews to name yep. a few so it's, that's been a surreal moment well yeah, let's go McDonald in for a couple of pints at the bar I certainly would welcome with, with, with two arms welcome with open arms <laughs> 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 yeah, and, and excuse me, Brian. And the book. Um, so you told me you gave me an. Ins- you, you said that you, the game that you picked for travelling abroad. Uh, the chapter in the book is Dortmund away. Is that right? Now it was the game. It was the UEFA Cup game as opposed to any of the Champions League games against Dortmund. Is that right? And then ninety nine. Am I right in saying ninety nine? Correct me. Yeah. We played uh, Bayern Munich. And the uh, and the Champions League, and we were very unlucky. One nothing, I think it was. We, we could beat. Very unlucky. We hit the bar, the post. We really played well, and that's the one Michael Moles actually got injured in yeah. his yeah. career. So we were unlucky. So we were on a high, and uh, we were on a high, and we drew. So we could put out Champions League into the, the UEFA, uh, and we're still on a high. And we drew Dortmund, and we beat them two nothing at Ibrox. So I'm thinking, we're in what chance here? I'm going to go to Dortmund away. And uh, so 30, I think 34 hours in a bus. So the, the bus is bouncing all the way there. So we arrive there and we come off the bus and walk along that sort of big main street in Dortmund. Uh, like I say, there's hundreds of us. And we see these big signs, uh, live sex show, right? <laughs> live sex show. So I'm thinking, well... While, while in Rome, as they say, we've got to experience that. <laughs> the culture, as they say. <laughs> so let's go there. So the big squad is. And we went in and it was like, it was like a cinema. You know, if you picture a cinema, like a stage at the front, and then the seats all going up at an angle. So place is packed full of Rangers fans. So we're all singing and dancing. And uh, next thing you know, the lights all dimmed. And this Batman tune comes on, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then the lights come up, and there's this damsel, damsel in distress. <laughs> that was the stage, right? And uh, the Joker's sort of ruffling her up a wee bit, and then the, the Batman tune gets louder. Next thing you know, this, this big guy comes charging out, dressed as Batman, right? <laughs> so, so we're all egging him on, right? So he's, uh, he fights with the, with the Joker, gets the Joker away, the Joker runs away, so he then moves up this girl on the stage, right? It's a live sex show. And uh, so, he still, so Batman strips off, he's still got the mask on, <laughs> he's got the cape, whatever on, and uh, and, it, and he pulls out this wee, he pulls out this wee Willie. <laughs> 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 so 
It takes an absolute <laughs> rip off of the Rangers. <laughs> so he's struggling a wee bit, you know, he's under pressure. Then I started, we started, some of the Rangers, we started hearing all this, oh, what's going on? Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Throughout this sort of cinema, if you like. So I'm going to get on here and we're looking up, we're seeing Rangers men dragging people out, right? And the guys, these guys have big long jackets on, right? So I'm going, they're all dragging them out for. And we go back in, right? So we go back in, right? Batman, carry on! <laughs> so he, he's still, he's carrying on with the show while this is going on. Next thing you know, the lights come up and this police guy walks on the and he got the biggest cheer. We're thinking... This is part of the show. <laughs> this guy with a police outfit on. Oh, here we go. And uh, he walks in the stage and the lights all came on. And he gets a mic and he turns around and uh, shout, now he shouts out, listen, you can't be doing that, dragging guys out and flinging them out the street and, you know, police not on your own. He said, this is allowed here. And Batman's done. He's gone, no, enough of this. Pissed herself laughing and that was it. That was it. And the only people that probably that night was Rangers. <laughs> you've, told us that, you've told us that story and not mentioned the game. <laughs> I just feel sorry for Batman. We've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> and they, so they lost on penalties, as always. German teams never lose on penalties, but that's right. Yes, went to penalties. We've been penalties. It was the longest journey ever back. But... Batman's certainly brained up a little bit. <laughs> well, for that story, I'm not sure it'll all be as risky as that. Um, <laughs> um, Follow We Will is the book uh, written by Stuart Thompson and Stan Gordon, and it's 9.99. And if you go yeah. to the website, followwewill.com, you can find out uh, more details about that. Yes. Thanks a lot for joining us, Brian and yep. Scott and... Uh, after some technical issues, it took us about half an hour to get you on there, Brian. But that was—I think that was more worth it. Yes, yeah, I hope so. And good so, luck. Good luck. We've we done the book launch in '72, and when Oswald's eventually opens, we'll be doing a book launch there and inviting some of the, the guests who were in along to it. That's great. Well, good luck with the book. Good luck with the pubs, and uh, nice to talk to you. And we'll speak to you again soon, hopefully. Thank you. Thanks for your patience. Thanks Good a lot. Thank you. Yeah, well, thanks very much for your time, Brian and Scott. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk all things Rangers. And don't forget, you can get in touch with your thoughts and any things we've discussed today. You can contact Scott on at Scott McDermott 8 or at Gavin Berry DR. Thank you. We'll speak to you next week.